dear ones. It is on my heart today to invite you to darken your screen, to breathe deeply and allow your eyes and your body to land softly on the supportive natural world. I'm leaning my back against a supportive and beloved sugar maple. My bare feet are on another. And my roots are in the soil between them. In a favorite and supportive grove of mine. And the sugar maple, I learned today actually, is the symbol of persistence, enthusiasm, and sincerity. My invitation to you is to allow your body to soften your breath to deepen and to allow the natural world and your breath and my voice and these heartfelt words of wisdom and guidance by the Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes to nourish your being to fortify your resiliency and to help make space in your soul for the times in which we find ourselves. Restoration is a vital aspect of what we now need to do as a collective. The forces of fire and water are strong right now. They look like rage and grief. Or like protests and helplessness. And these forces of fire and water are so important, the most destructive forces in the universe. Much needs to be destroyed, but after that is the long game of earth and air in which we imagine and communicate our way toward a nurturing and nourishing solid ground for all beings. And that building work, the building work of air and of earth is a long game and requires deep amounts of nurturing and self-care, spiritual work for our beings so that we might stay the course. This offering for you today is to help you to unplug, 
to take care of yourself, to stay the course. So may the earth and your breath, these words and my voice support you. So that you might then rehydrate and reconnect, replenished. I love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about that. I hope that you enjoy. My friends, do not lose heart. We were made for these times. I have heard from so many recently who are deeply and properly bewildered. They are concerned about the state of affairs in our world now. Ours is a time of almost daily astonishment and often righteous rage over the latest degradations of what matters most to civilized, visionary people. You are right in your assessments. The luster and hubris some have aspired to while endorsing acts so heinous against children, elders, everyday people, the poor, the unguarded, the helpless is breathtaking. Yet I urge you, ask you, gentle you, to please not spend your spirit dry by bewailing these difficult times. Especially, do not lose hope. Most particularly because the fact is that we were made for these times. Yes. For years, we have been learning, practicing, been in training for, and just waiting to meet on this exact plane of engagement. I grew up on the Great Lakes and recognize a seaworthy vessel when I see one. Regarding awakened souls, there have never been more able vessels in the waters than there are right now across the world and they are fully provisioned and able to signal one another as never before in the history of humankind look out over the prow there are millions of boats of righteous souls on the waters with you even though your veneers may shiver from every wave in this stormy royal i assure you that the long timbers composing your prow and rudder come from a greater forest. That long-grained lumber is known to withstand storms, to hold together, to hold its own, and to advance regardless. In any dark time, there is a tendency to veer toward fainting over how much is wrong or unmended in the world. Do not focus on that. There is a tendency to, to fall into being weakened by dwelling on what is outside your reach, by what cannot yet be. Do not focus there. 
That is spending the wind without raising the sails. We are needed. That is all we can know. And though we meet resistance, we more so will meet great souls who will hail us, love us, and guide us. And we will know them when they appear. Didn't you say you were a believer? Didn't you say you pledged to listen to a voice greater? Didn't you ask for grace? Don't you remember that to be in grace means to submit to the voice greater? Ours is not the task of fixing the entire world all at once, but of stretching out to mend the part of the world that is within our reach any small, calm thing that one soul can do to help another soul, to assist some portion of this poor, suffering world, will help immensely. It is not given to us to know which acts or by whom will cause the critical mass to tip toward an enduring good. What is needed for dramatic change is an accumulation of acts adding adding to, adding more, continuing. We know that it does not take everyone on earth to bring justice and peace, but only a small, determined group who will not give up during the first, second, or hundredth gale. One of the most calming and powerful actions you can do to intervene in a stormy world is to stand up and show your soul Soul on deck shines like gold in dark times. The light of the soul throws sparks, can send up flares, builds signal fires, causes proper matters to catch fire. To display the lantern of soul in shadowy times like these, to be fierce and to show mercy toward others, both are acts of immense bravery and greatest necessity. Struggling souls catch light from other souls who are fully lit and willing to show it. If you would help to calm the tumult, this is one of the strongest things you can do. There will always be times when you feel discouraged. I too have felt despair many times in my life but I do not keep a chair for it. I will not entertain it. It is not allowed to eat from my plate. The reason is this, in my uttermost bones, I know something, as do you. It is that there can be no despair when you remember why you came to earth who you serve, and who sent you here. The good words we say and the good deeds we do are not ours. They are the words and deeds of the one that brought us here in that spirit. I hope you will write this on your wall. When a great ship is in harbor and moored, it is safe, there can be no doubt. But that is not what great ships are built for.
Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes in her open letter, we were made for these times. Thank you so much for listening. As collective spells are being broken on the intersecting effects of colonialism, of patriarchy, white supremacy, unfettered capitalism, as the collective truly begins to awaken to the soul work ahead of us as we look toward and imagine toward and spell cast toward and protest toward and policy make toward and unite toward a shared ecology, a future, a world that works of equity and equality, of choices, freedom, and dignity, of sustainability and reciprocity with the natural world. A vision where resources and abundance are shared life is honored all life life is honored those of you who have made these commitments whether it's in social activism justice work soul work spirit work i honor you and i acknowledge that this co-creation together is a long game one that requires us to connect to our roots, to our creature, to the natural world, to our rest, to our sacred and nourishing relationships, to pleasure and joy, to all that helps us cultivate resiliency and strength and fortitude. For the soul work at hand. I honor you so deeply for doing this work and I hope that today's reading and future offerings that I'll continue to drop in can be of service to your cultivation your own needs being met so that together we can change the world. <laughs> My hands are at your back. I love you so much. There's nothing you can do about it. In barefoot reverence, be well.